Lock on transporters. Beam us up. Scotty. If everything goes according to plan, don't beam us up. Captain, beam me up. Hello and welcome to Pot Me Up Scotty, a podcast where we rewatch all of Star Trek in chronological order. I am Andrea and this is Oshin. And today we're discussing Enterprise Season 2, Episode 16, Future Tense, where Enterprise discovers a pod with a body of a human that seems to be wanted by both Solibans and Tholians. Also, apologies if you hear a cat. Again. I haven't mentioned it, but it's been a crazy couple of months <laughs> with the cat topic, and there's a cat nearby. So, let's just say it. This was a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, it was a bit timey-wimey again, wasn't it? As you see, this is a oneer, so we're only discussing this episode in this episode. This is our third winner in a row. No. I don't think so. It, it should have been. It should have been. But. Yeah. But. There, there was the 1.5er. Yeah. So. This is a winner. And. As such. I think it's a winner because we finally have more about the temporal war. Yeah. But also I think it's an interesting one because we have a, a ship that is bigger on the inside. That's a very obvious reference to Doctor Who, which I think is great because it's a science fiction show. And I don't know, it fits that there's a reference to Doctor Who. Yeah. But yeah, so we have the Temporal Cold War. We have the the ship that's bigger on the inside. And we also have the mutant human. Yeah. So I think it's a very interesting episode. Yeah, there's a lot to discuss. And I realized this episode that not only did we not have temporal Cold War episode in like since the beginning of the season, but also there's been a long time without Hoshi. I missed her. Yeah, it's been a while. It's since the episode where she disappears. Feels like. Yeah. I'm just really glad that we get a fun episode again because we've had two pretty hard hitting episodes in a row. And even though this is a return to the temporal Cold War and that wider arc. It's a fun one. Yeah. It's enjoyable. It's not traumatic. We don't need to give a, a trigger warning on this one. <laughs> yeah, although if you have been affected by time travel, you may want to skip this episode. Yeah. If you have been experimented on genetically with different alien DNA, I am so sorry. Well, they weren't experimented on. I don't know. Because so there's so many alien DNA, like... A Vulcan and a human is fine. Did they not just conclude that it was multiple A normal guy that just fucked aliens? Yeah. I don't know. I think they came to that conclusion. I don't think it was uh, experimentation. It feels to me that it's experimentation. Okay. Fair enough. Because, like, one alien, but it was at least three. So, <laughs> is it a guy with a kink? I don't know. I think it's just multiple people with interspecial kinks. We should note, just get out of the way, T'Pol's condition hasn't been mentioned since. I don't think nope. it will be mentioned again. But, yeah, I like this episode. Brought back the Temporal War. 
still gives absolutely zero answers in relation to it. In fact, it raised more questions than it introduced Tholians. I really like it. I lo- yeah, I loved it. I really <laughs> wanted to see them. I hope we get to see them at some point. Because they sounded awesome. I like how Sepul was like, they're not hum- humanoid. And they sound like... Jonathan Larger. Please establish communication. They sound like robots. Yeah, they definitely. There was definitely like an auto... But I'm picturing insects. <laughs> insects. Interesting. What are you picturing? I was picturing a blob. I'm picturing like an actual insect. Not like a humanoid insect, but like a... No, no, yeah, an actual... Yeah, yeah <laughs> not a humanoid. Um, so yeah, that happened. That was a thing. So yeah, they find this What do you think about Topol slowly but surely believing in time travel? So I was going to ask you a question. Yeah, but I'm the host of this, this series, so I asked you first. Okay, I think it's about time. <laughs> it's about damn time. <laughs> like... You claim to be all logic, and there's mounting evidence here to fall in favor of, of your time travel. But I, I did like her quip at the end when he asked, I wonder if they'll believe that humans and Vulcans will be swapping chromosomes one day. They're more likely to believe in time travel. I mean, I understand that because the little. Vulcan anatomy that I know is that their liver is where our something is, so like our, uh, the organs just they don't match. And obviously, if their blood is green, though they forget about it all the time and they don't make up green, but if their blood is green, it's not iron based. So the, I think there would be a problem. Yeah, probably. Would it be copper based? I don't know. What would a green blood? based on Mountain Dew sure let's go with that but yeah no I do like that the Paul's skepticism is, is slowly thawing not fully She's, it's very slow very it's, slow I, I mean Archer is not showing her everything that he knows I don't think why what what and this is one of my questions okay so that display that they went into Daniel's room has that been just sitting there all the time? Have we seen that before? What what know. what are you doing? I remembered it, but I don't know if I remember from this episode previously. Or yeah, like I know they did do something in the part two when they were obviously getting the schematics so they could show the cloak Sulabon. Oh, I think it was the same thing. Yeah. Why is it just uh I think it's like, like it under there? uh how is it called? On a need to know basis. I mean, she's your science officer. But uh, we don't see Archer going in there anyway. Like, it's not like he's spending yeah, hours like, researching. Why are they preserving Daniel's quarters? I don't know if Paul's joking or not, but she's like, oh, do you think Daniel's more mine? Daniel's is 900 years in the future. He's, he doesn't give a shit. You're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> Go for him. <laughs> um, and then Archer's like, I'm tired of these factions interfering with our century. It's time we took a more active interest in this war. Gathered some intelligence ourselves. No fucking shit. We have been saying that for the last season yeah. and a half. Honestly. Will they though? No, absolutely not. We won't hear again about this till the end of this season. But I did enjoy it. I did enjoy this episode. 
<laughs> after criticizing every part of it. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I, yeah, I enjoy how mad it makes me about the lack of information. And I think it's just... Answers. I don't know. I'm trying to defend it, but at the same time, do I... I think of the Temporal War-centric episodes we've had this far, it was definitely the best. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so, too. And I don't... There are things that I do remember about the show, and I don't want to say. Yeah, don't say. I'm curious, though, about the ship, okay? Because, obviously, as we've said, figure on the inside, that's really cool, love that. Surely, it should have an engine on the outside. And I know what you're going to say. Do you? The, the TARDIS doesn't have an engine on the outside. But the TARDIS has a cloaking camouflage thing, whereas they don't mention that this ship has a cloaking camouflage thing. It's just a, a block of metal. There's no indication of what propel like it has an engine, but there's no indication of what propels it. I mean, Trip does say that there's no propulsors. Yeah, but it does have an engine. It has something that propels it. Mm, doesn't need to. Like if some if 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 you were to throw that ship out of another ship, inertia would would move it forward. Yeah, but no, but they say it has an engine, don't they? There is. The bio material. I thought they said they did find it. But I think it was inside, not outside. Yeah, but I, I mean... don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay. I mean, it should it? Yeah, it should. Why doesn't it have it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm fascinated by the scientific questions that do and don't bother you. I'm fascinated by how my brain works every single day. Yeah, I'm curious. So, my question to you about time travel is how easy or difficult do you think it would be for someone to convince you that they had traveled from the future? If I had the evidence that these two have, I would be 100% sold the first time I saw it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd be the same. I think I would be very easily convinced slash conned. I think my wanting of to believe that it's possible would be a, a very big bias. Yeah. Also, I would be very interesting if they can bring me back to the dinosaur era. Like, if you, if you came here, what's a couple million years back? Yeah, exactly. Which brings us neatly into the where do you fall in the time travel debate? Biases aside, are you Team Trip or Team Reed? Would you want to know the future? Or past. Past? I would rather know the past. I would rather go see dinosaurs. A hundred percent. Um, The fact that an engineer is like, I want to see dinosaurs, yeah. is very validating to me. I don't want to know my future. What if I die tomorrow? I don't want to know. Fair. No, I think I'd be the same. Would I want to see the future? Maybe. Maybe a, a thousand years from now. Like, how is it? But I don't want to know my future. Mm -mm. Okay. That's a that's a no. That's a no. Yeah, no, I don't want to even know. I don't want to know my future. I've thought about this so long because I've been a fan of Doctor Who for so long. Would I murder my firstborn child that I don't plan on having to go meet someone from the past, like Jane Austen? Yeah, I would. I would murder so that unborn child. 
What the hell? Where? What? What is this coming from? Where is this hypothetical? Like, I would rather from? go to the past. In, I would in... rather go to the past. Like, I don't care about the future. Okay, but so you're not actually murdering your child. It's not like there's no, there's no. I would, I would murder my first child if I could go back in return. To but go when you meet... say when you say murder, do you mean like it's not actual murder? It's like I would not have a child. Well, I'm not having child. No, but no, child. but I mean, in this hypothetical situation, in this hypothetical are situation, you my child is alive. Yes, your child to go travel yes. in time. Yes. Why is that a situation that you've created for yourself? Because it's not gonna happen. No, but like, <laughs> so... but like, this, there's never been, there's literally never been a time travel story that I'm aware of where someone has said. You can travel in time, but you have to kill your child. Where have you come I'm up with saying, this? I'm saying, I want to travel in time so bad that if the choice was given to me no, to travel no, in time. No, 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 no. What you're saying is that you want to travel in time so bad, you're actually giving yourself a hypothetical child so you yeah. can sacrifice them to travel yeah, in time. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I would go through the pregnancy and the delivery and I would murder that child if that brought me a ticket to go time traveling. Okay. Uh, moving on from murdering hypothetical <laughs> children. <laughs> like, how much do you want it? I want it a lot. But I I, I would want to go to the past. That's the, that's the answer. Final answer. How much do you want it? I want to go to the past a lot. I, I, I want to fo- <laughs> follow up on this hypothetical. In a very dark way. Okay, so instead of... I'm I'm assuming I know the answer to this. I don't even know why I'm asking. But instead of murdering a child to go to the past... To see dinosaurs. (laughs) 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 Yes, continue. Um, Would you... Would you go to the past and willingly... Feed your child to a dinosaur? Yes! (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's even better. I don't have to murder them. <laughs> and my child is the first and only human to be eaten alive by a dinosaur. And that dinosaur will be the only dinosaur to try human flesh. Yes. Record breaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That would be the best. That would, that would be a story to tell your own oh, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a story to tell you guys in the podcast and you yeah. also as my best friend. <laughs> yeah. um, would you believe me if I told you I've been to the past and I fed my child to a dinosaur? I mean, now I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would first want to know where the child came from. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah, that, <laughs> that would be the first. Like, yeah. What child? What let's, just, let's just go back a bit here to before the dinosaurs. What child? The, dinosaur, the dinosaurs are cool, but like, what child? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you. I think you would believe me if I said that I've been to the past or the future, but you would not believe me if I said I'm pregnant and I'm keeping it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely. One hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to this episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's go back. So I miss Hoshi. I miss Hoshi. There was a moment at the end of this episode, and it was, it's on the end of my notes because it's not really important, but there's a moment where they're all like panicking and like Archer is leaving the bridge to go and do something and he's leaving. And we just see Hoshi at her desk just typing away casually and it's like, what's she doing? 
<laughs> just pressing buttons. <laughs> She's linguisticing. She is falling very much into the unfortunate Star Trek female trope of just yelling out things that are happening. She's better than that. She deserves better than that. I think in the first season she wasn't like that. But this season she's just there. Yeah, in the first season they actually tried to give her some linguistic work to do. But this season it's just... We're being hailed. They're not answering. <laughs> <laughs> when you know you're being hailed because the beep beep yeah. sounded. So yeah, I would like more. I mean, obviously we did get a very Hoshi-centric episode this season. But it's isn't it ironic that the episode was about her disappearing and then she hasn't been in any other episode yeah. again? Yeah. Yikes. I mean, also... That, I'm that, just saying, give me more Hoshi. More Hoshi, always more Hoshi. Also Travis, more Travis. Always yes, more Travis. Yes, please. Who has never really appeared. <laughs> He's always just been kind of disappeared in the background. Yeah. I would like more Travis. But we did get more. God, we haven't had it in so long, Andrea. Um, I already missed this. We got more Trip and Reed. Yes! Fun. Those guys and their banter. They're never together. They're like Bert and Ernie in space. That's a good analogy. Trip and, and Malcolm are really them. Yeah, I mean, because Malcolm is the, the stuck-up... I don't know. I think... Is Ernie the stuck-up one, or is it Bert? I think it's Bert. Bert is the stuck-up one, and then Ernie is the, the fun-loving one. Anyway, even they joke about the fact that they've been spending too much time together. <laughs> because um, it's the truth. But yeah, I liked the time loop shenanigans. Always love it. Yeah. And I like how they play it, and I'm sorry to give it to Reed, but like, Reed's like... If time's not repeating outside the launch bay, the Tholians could be close. Yeah, I had a question about that, though, because if it's not affecting outside the room, that means that each time loop they do is creating a whole new alternate timeline. Technically. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, I would say so, yes. But we're only seeing one timeline. Time travel. Love it. Love it. I don't hate... I I love time travel. It's great. Yeah, me too. I love when everybody takes it really seriously and has strict rules on it. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I did like the time loop, though. The first time they did it with Trip and Reed, at first I thought it was just a weird cut to the next scene. And then when I realized what was happening, I was like, oh, my Netflix has glitched. (laughs) It's gone back. (laughs) Um, so yeah, no, I enjoyed that. I mean, yeah, again, going back to the fact that they don't have rules, obviously they, they did get out of it eventually. We don't know how or why, but okay. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was. You don't think about it. (laughs) It was fun if you don't. Yeah, just timey-wimey. Weebly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Exactly. But we did, we did, we did actually get a pairing that we hadn't gotten in a while, and I was happy to see this. To Paul and Flox, yes, Floxy. It's been a while since he's taught her a life lesson, in... <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Presumably, before that, they were talking about her condition and how she was doing, but we just didn't see that. Yeah, I think we have to assume that their friendship is 
becoming stronger because of her condition. Yeah. But we have to assume it because they don't show it. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was a that was a that was a good scene. I liked that scene and it gave me two potential lines for a t-shirt in a row. Oh. Which were I believe in embracing surprises. Which I definitely right, that's a good... I think it would look good in a t-shirt. I wouldn't wear it in a t-shirt because it's not me. <laughs> and then to Paul's response of I prefer to embrace logic. I mean, that's a front and back t-shirt. Uh, yeah, it could yeah, it could work as a front and back t-shirt, yeah. Uh, but you would wear the front and back. <laughs> what? You would wear the front and back t-shirt. Yeah. Because you embrace logic. Yeah. I don't care about logic that much. No, I know you don't. Nothing makes sense anyway. I mean, we literally just had a five minute conversation about you killing your child to see dinosaurs. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to be working for the next 40 years. <laughs> I don't care about logic. Yeah, fair. But yeah, I enjoyed seeing Flux get some meaty scenes. And yeah, I mean, if if anyone on the ship is having the biggest influence on changing Paul's perspective and outlook, it's it's not Archer, it's Flux. Yeah, I agree. There's also okay, so let's go let's go on to the awards since you already mentioned two of them. Would you want to see a spin-off of a character? I don't think... I mean, yeah, the Tholians. I would like to see the Tholians. I'd like to see a spin-off of the dead guy when he wasn't dead. Yeah, me too. That would be interesting. How did he look like when he was alive? Yeah, what was he doing back there? How did the ship work? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the engines? Where's the engine? <laughs> were you friends with your biological circuits or whatever they were? <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I would actually like that spin-off. Because I think it, it's definitely appeared in Star Trek before. I think there's an episode of Next Generation, spoilers, where they encounter one of these historians from the future. And I think I, I would like definitely to see more of that. Yeah, me too. Next! The horniest moment! So, <laughs> we have two different ones. You go ahead. No, I want to hear yours first. So. When they are in Daniels's room and they are looking at the thing, yeah, and they're Archer. I don't know the, the exact line because I don't take notes. Uh, but Archer brings up the interspecies thing and the interbreeding. Few Vulcans have ever chosen to mate with another species. Worried about contaminating your genome with a little human DNA? There are significant biological differences between the species. It's unlikely we could reproduce. Humans and Vulcans. Not because they like it, but because the fucking showrunners. Yeah. They they don't give up. They yeah. don't give up. Before I get to my horny moment. Right. I just want to build up to a bit and have a discussion because we know that Paul is eventually going to be in favor of interspecial breathing. <laughs> you know, I mean, we we know, we know, Andre, we know. And I I I thought this was really, I think it was a really interesting idea that they did this to kind of introduce the idea and show her. I mean, she was kind of repulsed by it. That I definitely got hints of like, gross, yeah. no. But there was a moment at the end of the episode. When the three of them are having dinner, 
and a certain chief engineer <laughs> decides to leave the what room. Who would that be? A certain chief engineer decides to leave the room and someone's eyes just follow him out the door. <laughs> and I I think I think maybe Japal has just got some ideas from this episode. Just maybe. I just fucking wish. I fucking wish. Listen, we know that the writers can be horny. Why are they not being horny? <laughs> They're writers. Of course they can be horny. <laughs> but like, w- we know that they were allowed at one point to be very fucking horny. Why are they not? I don't get it. It sells. Give yeah. me horny. <laughs> yeah, so. That was... Okay, and that in your horniest moment is the that the yeah she definitely of, gives, she definitely like yeah she definitely looks at she's him very as, interested yeah oh yeah one hundred percent she's watching his ass <laughs> she's like let's try to see if humans would have Vulcan ears yeah exactly yeah <laughs> we did bring up the line on a t-shirt yeah did you have any suggestions for that not that I can recall because I don't take notes okay but the ones that you said I agree okay. Uh, will this be a contender for best slash worst episode? I think it could be a contender for my best episode. I was going to say, it's definitely one of the best episodes, as we said, that talk about the war. Yeah, I think, and it, it may be biased because, as I said, we've had two very hard-hitting episodes before this. And it was just nice to get back to fun mystery action thriller kind of stuff, not moralistic or woke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this episode. Maybe not best, but definitely one of my favorites so far. Yeah. I think we needed it. Yeah, definitely. I've been craving a temporal Cold War episode, and the last couple of episodes and weeks for us have been very hard. So, yeah, welcome. Welcome aboard. This is episode 16, right? Yep. So, this is like. We've literally gone 15 episodes without mention of the Temporal Cold War. Yep. On a 26-episode season, we're over halfway. Yeah, that's crazy. It's 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 been welcome. So maybe that's the bias as well, as you said, that we needed it. But it's a good episode, I, I think. Yeah, no, I think so. If the first episode after the ones that we just had had been Terra Nova, I don't think we would have being biased so (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and is this an episode that you would recommend to a new person i mean maybe even even though it doesn't catch you up on the temporal war i actually don't think i think that's why we would recommend it because there's nothing yeah you don't need to know much about the (laughs) temporal war going into this because it doesn't catch you up but also there's not much to catch up on because we don't know anything right yeah but it's a, an interesting episode outside of the temporal core. Yeah, got good timey wimey sci-fi stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I could I would recommend this. Yeah, me too. More than the last two episodes. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I think I mean quality wise, the last two episodes are definitely better. Yeah, but they're. But they're. So I think you do need an emotional bond. Yeah. Anything else to add about this episode? Why? Why is the captain? Why is the captain? opening a strange pod because the captain is silly why 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 are you doing that you've got people to do that for you because the captain is silly why i do i have to credit reed i liked his joke when they first find that the ship is bigger on the inside and he says this gives space exploration a 
a whole new meaning. Because it's space as in physical space. I know, I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's inner space. Yes, I get it. I also have to give credit to Reed because he actually hit something with his face gun. He hit something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well done. For the first time. Yeah. Also, Paul brings up tactical alert. Yes, she does. She did bring up tactical alert. That was one of my notes. I had deleted it, but now that you've brought it up, she does. And it's in the scene where they're discussing the the temporal war, and she's very sulky when she says it. If the Suvaban return, they may be cloaked. I recommend we go to tactical alert. Yeah, so what's the Paul right? I mean, she's no. right to be her. She's not right to doubt the evidence in front of her. So basically, no, she's not right. Yeah, good episode. Glad we got Temple Wars shit back. Even though we didn't get any answers, it didn't bash us over the head with the fact that they weren't giving any answers. Yeah. They are slowly realizing, like the crew is, like Ca- Captain Archer is slowly, slowly realizing that he needs to be involved because he literally is involved. Yeah. As he said, since they left Space Station, only took them over a year. And like, again, I liked at the end when he's explaining to Trip how it is that they that the whoever it was in the future were able to come back and take everything at that time because yeah, you fixed the signal and therefore it could have been broadcasting for centuries, but they came back and just collected it when you started broadcasting because they can do that because time travelers. If only Archer, only Archer could realize that the enemy can do that as well and they can literally intercept you and attack you at any time. So you probably should just be more aware of that and maybe yeah. just be a bit more bit more kind of involved in trying to figure out what's going on here, you know? Because, yeah, they can literally attack you at any time. Also, one question. So the Suliban, right? They are a normal species and a faction of them have been genetically modified to be able to turn invisible and shit. Yeah. These ones could turn invisible. Yeah. Are they from the future? My understanding... And I'm glad you brought this up. My understanding is that the Suliban are not time travelers. The Suliban are like the pawns of the evil time Yeah, travelers. of someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm more questioning about the genetic So that was done I don't think that was done in the future. No, right, no, because in the concentration camp they think that they are. So it yeah, must they're, be because a... they're not genetically modified. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, my, yeah, okay, you answer my question. Well, no, because that, I mean, that, again, you covered what I was going to say, because as we know, and as Archer should know, not all Suliban are Cabal, but these, these Suliban show up and he's just automatically, these are Cabal. <laughs> On the defensive. I mean, they are, Yeah. but. I think maybe, I'm going to say a crazy thing. Ooh. Maybe Archer is ADHD. No. <laughs> And he forgets things. No, I'm very not. And that's why he doesn't like sitting on a chair. No. I'll tell you why Archer's not ADHD in there. Because Archer has clearly completed multiple courses. <laughs> <laughs> he completed his training. Yeah. He, so he's <laughs> not ADHD. <laughs> you are so right. Yeah. I never finished anything. My degree? I never finished that. <laughs> No, I, I don't think he did. I don't. I, I just said it because of the memory. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's he just, true. Maybe he just has 
shit memory. Because seriously, how 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 can you forget that your sub commander was like mentally raped? How? Yeah. How? Mate, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, it's one of those things that not even I would forget. No. Like <laughs> what are you doing? Um I mean presumably he's forgotten that she has a potentially fatal condition as well. I mean, yeah. I would not be surprised if he had forgotten, so uh yeah, okay. Okay, so okay. 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 Okay, you can do your So thank you for joining us. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed and we'll be back next week with the next one. You can follow us on Twitter, Blue Sky, TikTok and Instagram at potmeupscotty and at potmeupscotty at gmail.com. Anyway, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back next week with the next. Yeah, I really, I hope, I hope we get a few more. Can I finish that? Can I do that again? Oh, okay. I thought you I... finished. Did you not finish it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, you for joining us on this week's episode. I am going to murder you. <laughs>